Welcome to Dreamers and Winners Podcast with your host, T.R. Burns. We have a great show for you today, talking about mental health, the dark side of entrepreneurship. So get your pens, your papers, dial your neighbor, text somebody, share on social media, and let them know this is the podcast for all entrepreneurs to listen to, Dreamers and Winners Podcast. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dreamers and Winners Podcast with your host, T.R. Burns. We have a great show for you today. We're talking about the dark side of entrepreneurship and what I'm talking about, mental health. Before we get into that, let's recap. We had a great show last episode. We talked about starting where you're at. And if you have not already watched it, listened to it, shared it, you need to do it so you can learn how to start where you are at. This show is important, this episode, because it touches home for so many entrepreneurs, mental health. We go through so many ups and downs. We are, you know, just the defeat, the rejection, the success, the balance of family life and uh, friendships. It can really take a toll on your mind. So I wanted to take time out on this second episode of Dreamers and Winners and dedicate to just showing some of our entrepreneurs how we can combat this, what we should look for, when we should seek therapy, because I have been and still am in that position where I have not hit that mark of success that I I wanna be at. And I'm fighting day by day to stay vibrant, relevant, to meet my goals, to stay mentally healthy in a world where Sometimes people are just mean, unforgiving, and inconsiderate. So this broadcast is really dedicated to help all entrepreneurs navigate the mental uh, part of being who you are and doing what you do. Because if we're not healthy, no matter how much money we make, it's not going to matter. So let's get into this show today. The dark side of entrepreneurship, mental health. So, you know, I started really considering doing this uh this episode months ago because you know i've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years and i have gone through so many different uh, transitions failures successes and in them transitions failures and successes many times we don't take a break to recover mentally to rest uh, to get our mind in a in, in a space of, of of healthiness, because we are constantly chasing the next goal, and it's very important that you know we take time to to mend the brokenness in us, because success does not come without some pain, some wounds, some stabbings, and some shooting sometimes. Um, if you ask anyone that is very successful, they have more stories of the battles than they have of the award they received. So, you know, you have entrepreneur, this word, I'm an entrepreneur being kicked around social media uh, like a like a soccer ball on a, on a teenage uh, high school field. And people look at it and they glorify it. But there is a dark side to this process of building something. Um, we are literally... Um, creating something for nothing, uh, from nothing as entrepreneur, we are putting our heart into this thing. And so before the riches, the celebration, the media coverage, the frenzy comes in, uh, entrepreneur has to struggle with daily 
failures, lack of resources for survival, family and friends pressure, social isolation due to lack of time at the personal level, and on a professional side, an uphill task of convincing people to work with us, uh, to join a vision, and to continue with that even through adversities. It, it's, it's, you know, we have to convince, we have to sell people constantly on these different uh, facts, uh, factors of what we're building and what we're producing. And this creates a lot of different type of emotions. It creates this kind of powder keg of emotions and feelings and just so much goes uh, goes on in our mind. So even when you're seeing an entrepreneur smiling, laughing, many times inside they're dying and crying because something is not functioning correctly. Something needs to get paid. Someone left. Something didn't, you know, didn't happen the way that they kind of created this plan to happen. You have to deal with that. And many times we don't know how to deal with that part. And then there is the pressure of family expectations. People feel like, well, if you open up yesterday, you should be rich today. Um, and then you have the nine to fivers, the people that have a concept of entrepreneurship from a nine to five perspective. And they're looking at it through the the, the window of how they work and get a check every week from the job that they work. Not seeing that we don't get a check every week, we have to produce a check, we have to create something, um, and then we get paid off of the what's left over. And many times in the beginning, it's not, not a lot left over. So we're dealing with that feeling of failure, feeling of of, of that we're rejected because we miss or misunderstood rather because the people that we really want to impress, that we want to see, that we want them to say, hey, you're successful or you're making it in the beginning stages, they don't see it. They don't have the, the sight, the vision or the, the understanding of the complexity of what it takes to take a dream from an unseen place and bring it to a place of reality. How much pain is, is, is I would say it's just as much or more pain uh, as bringing a baby into this world. Labor pains to produce, and then you have to take care of that child. All right, so let's get into some of these emotions that we experience. The first one I wanna talk about is depression. Going through the tough cycle of making a dream turn into a reality, dealing with more rejections, failures, can make a person hopeless, and if the person does not have adequate support, which many of us don't, uh, he or she is very susceptible to fall into the trap of depression. A serious mental health disorder marked by persistent hopelessness, lack of concentration, diminished will to work and uh, pursue goals and persistent social withdrawal. I've been there. I've experienced this hands on. Um, head on and it is a true thing when you are constantly experiencing rejection these are the signs you know this is signs of depression you withdraw you can't focus especially those of us that are creative entrepreneurs where we are doing something artistically if we're not feeling like it matters or like it's worth it many times when we slip into depression uh, a creative process and the quality of what we create diminishes. Another one is bipolar disorder. 
And although bipolar disorder is genetic disorder, entrepreneurs with highs and lows as part of our life, uh, with successes and failures in the roller coaster of nature of the of the nature of this professional journey, are more likely to suffer from uh, bipolar disorder um, if they have a genetic predisposition. Bipolar disorder makes a person go through highs and lows, up and down. And I've been there. Uh, I'm not saying I'm bipolar, but I've experienced them highs and lows. And I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs. It's just, you know, one minute you up, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it happen. And then something happens, a phone call happens, something changes, and you're kind of in a low place. And so this is another uh, part of mental health that we need to deal with. Another one is anxiety disorder, performance pressure, anxiety to do better than ever is what motivates an entrepreneur. But through the cycles of uncertainties, fear failing, dealing with many failures in the present can push us as entrepreneurs into a cycle of endless worry and lack. Been there, got that T-shirt, uh, lack of optimism and imagining the worst. And many times, even though for many entrepreneurs like myself, my imagination is an asset, but then it also can be the warden to our prison because we begin to think on the what ifs and what ifs um, produces fear. Um, it is a byproduct of fear. It manifests fear. So when you have had many failures, many times the thing that imprisons you to the past and won't allow you to move forward in the future is the fact that you have failed in the past and that what if I fail again stops us. And so we have this anxiety because we're constantly imagining the worst thing. And that thing not, will not necessarily happen. Another one is dysphoria, a state of generalized dissatisfaction uh, with life. And many times when, they, when our businesses and our family, it's just things are not going the way that we want. We become dissatisfied with life and this produces uh, dysphoria. You know, this is by far the most common mental health issue faced by entrepreneurs, because when we don't see the results of the hard work, the late nights, the sacrifices, the the maxing of credit cards, the uh, pay, giving up of the mortgage money, the rent, whatever you're doing to keep your business and your dream going and you don't see it producing relationships, producing money producing the things that you desire you begin to function and you begin to be suffering from a dysphoria of dissatisfaction and I've been there um, where you're just dissatisfied because and you know what I want to say is many times we can't do we can't really explain it to everyone because they don't understand what our passion is what we're trying to achieve and what we're trying to produce the fact is many of us as entrepreneurs and dreamers are surrounded by normal thinking, just regular thinking people. They're not really thinking about the stars, the moon, uh, how does the rain fall? They're thinking about, you know, what's on TV, what's happening on social media. And so because of that, when we have a dysphoria going on in our life, uh, people look at it like, well, why are you upset? You have this business or you have that going on. They don't get it that your business and your dreams are attached to a certain expectation and a goal. And that goal and expectation, we want to produce a way, a, a way of living uh, a, a way of living a way of life for our families we don't if we're just working to work we're building to build and it's not producing and translating into the goals that we have then we are not happy with the state that we're in 
And so either we're spending time being unhappy or we're spending time trying to figure out how do we fix this thing. Either way, we're spending time in our mind because we don't want to be in a place or a state of dissatisfaction because for many of us, business, dreaming, creating is our blood, is our life. It's why we're here. And so when you're dealing with individuals and people that have not either come into that aha moment that light bulb moment or they have given that light bulb up they can't understand your dissatisfaction with life because they look at it from the perspective of themselves only they don't look at it from how if i'm not in a position to help others see most people that are really called uh, into entrepreneurship or feel like this is their assignment in life and purpose they're doing this to change someone else to help somebody else to create something for someone else whether it's their kids, their children, or somebody in the community, their goal is to do better to help people become better. And so that dysphoria, that state of generalized just dissatisfaction is, is a common thing that we all go through. And so many times you can't really define it. You can't even have a conversation with someone outside of the, the, the place of, of dreaming and entrepreneurship because if they're working a regular job or they're just don't get it you know it's going to become more frustrating um to try to find the words um to articulate how you feel and why you're dissatisfied we have to find the words we have to define this thing because the root cause uh if we find the root we will be able, be able to prevent the fruit of the of the dysphoria that we are experiencing in our life i spend time doing it i'm in a dysphoria some days myself where i have to sit down and just say hey you know, um, what is the root? Because many times the issues of mental health uh, issues in the entrepreneur is cloaked by responsibilities and bills and employees. And but really, we have to simplify the conversation by the question of what do you want to see happen? I think many times we looking at it from a day by day perspective, but we need to look at it from a simpler, simpler place. Like, what do I want to see? What is the point of this at the root of this venture? What do I want to get out of it? You know, I, f I fight with that because many times I don't put myself in a scenario to benefit. And I know that's a problem with many entrepreneurs is that we we get joy out of doing but we don't always understand that if we don't prosper by what we do, then we are just a slave. We're just self-employed. We have to prosper. The prosperity of what we do is our resume, is our affirmation. Um, so, so a lot of times we're struggling with rejection because some people, you know, they don't get it. They don't see it. They just see you, you know, doing this business and doing that business or jumping out of this and doing that. And they don't understand. They don't understand it because there's not really a pattern that you are presenting to people. And many times we don't have uh, a pattern to necessarily present to people um, or for to ourselves, if you would. Um, we're, we're following what we sense, what we feel, what we believe. Um, and because of that, it makes people look at you crazy like, you know, hey, what is this person doing? So in that instance, their fear is translated to us as a rejection because they fear us. They fear what we're doing. They they see it's like watching someone have open heart surgery and they make that incision. It's like you cover your eyes. You can't take it, you know, because all you're imagining is if you had that scalpel 
cutting you. You know, you're not looking at it from um, the perspective of the person. You're looking at how it makes you feel. So then that translates to rejection because people say, well, I'm not going to be a I, I don't trust that because so and so, so and so. So how we overcome that is by at the root level of what we're producing, we have to uh, find a way to prosper, to succeed. Our level of prospering and succeeding is our affirmation and no one can reject your results. Now, so with this dysphoria, um, which is a generalized state, uh, uh, of dissatisfaction, we have to go to the root conversation with ourselves. What do we want? No, not who we want to help, not what we want to build, but what do we want to see? How do we want to feel? How do we want to be treated? I think these conversations we don't have with ourselves enough. And so we allow people to make, uh, to, to answer them questions for us with their actions. Um, and so, uh, we have to deal with that. That is a common thing for entrepreneurs, that generalized uh, state of dissatisfaction. You know, and I know for me, me uh, personally, and that's why I really uh, took my time with this episode to put it out there because I know a lot of people uh, feel isolated. They feel by themselves. And it's embarrassing sometimes to say, hey, I'm depressed. Hey, I'm, I ha- I'm going through dysphoria. I have anxiety disorder. Or you may have bipolar disorder. It's, it's something that is sometimes frowned upon, makes us look weak. Um, people don't like to follow people that have certain transparent issues. Um, and so we, we try to keep it a secret and we bottle it up inside and then we allow people to abuse us because we want we want some sense of significance. But many times when we're struggling with these mental disorders, we're pursuing significance from people that we shouldn't be pursuing significance from. And that creates this person that always is saying yes or always is saying no because they don't understand what acceptances of oneself they don't understand to uh what it means to be all right with who you are even though you're a little broken and you are not in a state that you want to be in but you're working towards something and you're admitting you have an issue you're admitting that you're dissatisfied because when you start admitting then you can start getting down to healing and deliverance and get that hopelessness out of us but many times we are around people that benefit from my weakness. You know, in my businesses, I've gotten to places and even today where you need people and they know you need them. They know you need them. And because of that reason, they will try. They will say things. They would do stuff uh, because they know you need them in that moment of life. And that, you know, many times we are stuck in hard places where uh, we need to help, we need the people, and people will take advantage of that. And that causes us to go into a deeper self-hate. And I think many times we spend time trying to love a business, love a thing, love love the, the what it can produce, but we don't spend time loving ourselves. And loving yourself many times is getting rest, taking a vacation, taking a break. And if you like me, you say, I don't have the money, I don't have the time, I don't have the right team. But, but, you know, some things we have to cast on God. We have to give our burdens to God and say, well, if it falls, it falls. But if I fall, 
it surely will fall because um, I am the visionary of this thing. And so, you know, for me, for 20 years, I put off many, many great things I could have done, you know, because I'm trying to make sacrifices, being honorable. And I found that people will allow you to be boo-boo the fool and neglect your family, neglect yourself, neglect your home, neglect even your dreams, as long as they're benefiting. But the minute that they're not benefiting, they will look down on you. And then you are in a deeper sickness mentally and sometimes even physically because you did not, uh, you know, listen to the signs that you needed rest. You needed to see a therapist. You need to talk to somebody. And there are countless amount of men and women that are in the grave today because they couldn't take the pressures of their dreams. They couldn't take the pressures of, you know, what they were building, couldn't take the rejection. And they, you know, they committed suicide. They ended their life. And there are countless men and women that are not physically dead, but just mentally and spiritually dead because they could not take the pressures and they they allowed it to send them to a place, whether it's drug abuse, whether it's woman abuse, men abuse, and all these different issues are byproducts of mental disorders and not being able to handle and manage the challenges that comes with the dark side of being an entrepreneur. And if you're just logging on, this is T.R. Burns with Dreamers and Winners Podcast, Episode 2, The Dark Side of Entrepreneurship. Talking about mental health today. So we went over uh, some of the disorders, um, and I want to give you some act, active steps that you need to do um, so you can fight against these mental issues, and you can be a successful entrepreneur mentally, naturally, spiritually, and financially. Um, foresight. You need foresight. Even uh, you know, even before you take the plunge, try to see the future. Um, I, I am a uh, I'm an advocate of being prophetic, being in the future, not just in now, not in just how you feel, but what does what will be in the future? You know, many decisions we make, we make for now, but we got to make decisions also for tomorrow, and making sure that your family, your money can take what the dark side of entrepreneurship is sometimes because you can jump into something and and I, in my business classes I teach them and I hear people all the time and all they're they're infatuated with is be rich and what they don't understand prior to getting rich you're gonna be shot you're gonna be your leg gonna be broken you're gonna lose some things it's a lot of process to get to that step of wealth that's not I start and tomorrow I'm wealthy for some it may seem that way but even in that it still didn't happen that way next one is you know you gotta you know i am i love the word of god it says i jesus i am that i am and um the belief that an entrepreneur has to believe in him or herself i am an entrepreneur no matter if i'm failed no matter if i succeeded no matter if i'm mentally broken i'm still who i am and that's what we we, we go through a lot that attack of identity. You know, many people struggle with their identity. So they only feel that I am an entrepreneur when I am successful. But when I am a failure, I feel like, okay, I'm not an entrepreneur. And I've struggled with that even in my in my Christian ministry of being a leader is that, you know, when I didn't have a lot of people following or coming to church or whatever I was doing, you know, I'm Brother Burns, you know. But I was very convicted because, you know, when, a, when your father, your mother named you, that's your name. When they give you that title, that's your name, whether you are feel that way or not, you, that's your name. Yes, you can go and legally change it, but you know within you 
That is your name. And so, you know, no matter what state you are in, I am a movie maker. I am a, a, a leader. I am an entrepreneur. I am a husband. I am a father. No matter how many mistakes I've made in that place or that state, I have to know I am I am this thing. The next one is you have to have some grit. Entrepreneurs actually work on on their strength, you know, strength training, um, working out at the gym. Um, it, it is a combination of dieting um, and, 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 and cardio, but also strength training. You get the weight down. Now you got the flabby stomach and the flabby arms. And so you have to begin to uh, be able to strength train by lifting weights and, and increments. And as you can, uh, as the resistance on one level is not strong enough to, to create more muscle, you have to add more weight to that. You have to get tough. You know, you need to have mental toughness for where you're at. And how do you do have mental toughness? Okay, well, reading and um, getting books about not only business, but also your finances, also mental health, um, reading things and, and doing things like vacationing and um, going to meetups and trying to meet like-minded individuals. Um, it's just so many things you have to do to build that strength so that when the dark side is going to come of entrepreneurship. You're prepared for that. Um, another one is hope. You have to keep uh, keep the hope alive in the words of uh, Jesse Jackson. You, you know, the most important thing for entrepreneurs is hope. You know, once you fall into hopelessness, every time you come with an idea, you're going to cancel it out. Every time you try to do something, you're going to cancel it out. You know, I've done that. You know, I've started something one day and I close it the next day because of hopelessness. I'm I'm laboring in an idea of the historical failure of my past. And um, people call it childishness. People say, just get over that thing. And that annoys me so much because, you know, usually it's the person doing nothing telling you to get over a lot. You know, uh, I've experienced that. Usually it's the person that does nothing is telling you to get over a lot. That's a quotable and that's a motivation. Hashtag motivation. Stop listening to people that are doing nothing telling you to get over a lot. They don't understand how it what it takes to sometimes move forward in some of these things that you're trying to move forward in. So you have to have hope. You have to have hope. You have to stay focused on fixing the problems and celebrating small, tiny, and itsy bitsy wing wins. Don't wait for it to be a Grammy. Celebrate your your just recognition. Uh, I don't know. You know, sometimes we're trying, we're waiting for the biggest, you know, moment. And sometimes it's the small moments that will keep you alive the next day to build again. Um, find a therapist, you know, find someone to talk to, um, whether a spiritual person or just a regular uh, therapist, a licensed therapist, just to vent, you know, just to talk to. I know my wife gets tired sometimes because she don't always have the answer but I vent to her but I found I need to talk to a therapist I need to talk to someone about some of the challenges I have just the day-to-day -day stuff because if you don't you bottle up and you start thinking I am absolutely losing my mind uh, another one is emotional support an entrepreneur must have a circle of friends and I know I don't maybe one or two people I talk to 
But it's been a challenge building friendships. That's been one of my desires and prayers to have good relationships, good friends. It's been challenging to do that for me. I'm not saying for everyone, but I know that's important. That's a part of of healthiness, because even when things are bad, you got friends to hang out with, to chill, to get your mind off some things and, and you can fight again the next day. And, you know, emotional support is not a waste of time. Many times we look at if it's not making money or the potential of producing or our goals, then it's a waste of time. But that is not Um, when I've had some good relationships and friends um, and spent time with them. It just made me feel healed. Even if I have to go back the next day to fight a thousand wars. That that time we spent at the restaurant, that time we spent watching a movie, that time we spent laughing and joking was healing for me. And I think a lot of times, you know, the enemy always tries to keep us isolated from good relationships. And, you know, you got a lot of entrepreneurs that feel like they're so creative and they're so on such another level that no one can be their friend. Well, you have fooled yourself, buddy or sister. You need somebody to be a friend to you. And lastly, you got to always be becoming reinvent yourself. You know, if something is not working, do something else. I am the, the king of changing up, changing an industry, work on a different business, starting something new. And it offends people, honestly, because people say, well, you've been doing this. Now you're doing that. But sometimes the healing and the victory is in your reinventing of yourself. Um, I went from being the kingdom hustler to a mogul to being just IMTR Burns, you know, going through these processes. And finding myself and knowing that, you know, when God put me on this earth, I I will never stop becoming more and more every day. Don't allow people to box you in to something for, you know, because of appearances. You know, if the business is not doing what it's supposed to do, close it if you have to close it. Shut it down. Now, I'm learning that, you know, sometimes you just got to do that. Um, you got to let it go because there's more coming. If there's more ideas in you, there's more creativity in you. You got to keep on going, keep on reinventing yourself, keep on studying. And one of my key things for reinventing myself and becoming more is knowledge. It's constantly training, always training, always reading, you know, because certain moments of healing in your mind, even in your finances, will come um, through unexpected um, conduits, you know, just being in a car with somebody or being at a certain place at a certain time. And it just gives you this idea or puts two things together. So you have to constantly be reinventing yourself. Um, Look at a lot of people that have transitioned that we respect today. As entrepreneurs, Sean Puffy Combs, he went from being Puff Daddy to Puffy to Sean Combs from being a rap hip hop, uh, you know, producer, intern to owning a record label to now owning fashion, liquor, all these different type of businesses. He became more than what he start what he started as. And you have to be all right with the naysayers, because when you in between that transition, you're going to have a lot of critics. So. This has been a great broadcast about mental health and the dark side of entrepreneurship. Now, now listen, this is T.R. Burns. And if you you know, want to send me an email, if you want to follow me, follow me on Facebook at IMTR Burns. Follow me on Instagram at IMTR Burns and send me a message. Let me know that you are a dreamer and a winner and you listen to the podcast today. Until next time, this is T.R. Burns with Dreamers and Winners Podcast.